life. Are you growing with it or feeling left out? Either way or in between, you're in the right place today with the host of Change Already, Your Future, Your Choice, Jillian. She's an award-winning author and radio personality. She's warm, she's fuzzy, and she's got an attitude. Hello and welcome. I'm Jillian Moss-Backman. I'm sure we're all thankful and grateful that the government is no longer shut down. I know I talked about it last week, and I understand looking from the inside, going inward, it looks like we haven't made a lot of progress whatsoever. But as we've talked about in the past, it's these little tiny processes that we have to go through, moving through every system that we have out there, taking it out of the shadows into the light. So I just want to reiterate, with each one of these passing episodes, we are getting closer to that new platform of great communication and love and communication that works between big groups of people. I know it doesn't sound like it, but we really are moving to a new and improved system of operating through this entire country And it has to start somewhere, and it's like pulling that bad Band-Aid off a wound and showing all the stuff that's not working underneath in order to heal to the top. So hang in there, people. We're getting closer. We are inching to a more equitable communication. But the question I have for you and and the request I have for all of you is don't buy in to the negativity, please. Even though it seems like there's a lot of warriors out in the front of that cause that are willing to do whatever it takes at our expense to get what they want, we are going to get there. As you recalled last week, I stressed to everyone to get out of that place of neutrality. You know, I'm usually a neutrality girl, but I told everyone it was okay to make that wise internal judgment call of which side you belonged on, but now I'm calling action to move back to neutrality, and we can only trust the process and reset that compass back to neutral that I always talk about. You know, change here is going to be slow and methodical, but keep in mind the system's been stuck like many of us in our old habits for years, and it's going to take a while to get unstuck and take us into uncharted territory So the word that's coming to me now is stabilization. So stay with that positive stabilization. Go back to my podcast at JillianMossBackman.com or blog talk at Change Already with Jillian or iTunes to re-listen to that show or any other podcast. Now, we want to continue on that frame of thought of new order thinking, which brings me to the guest that I'm excited to have about this week. Even though we haven't met yet, but our missions of changing the world thought remains constant between us and many people out there, which is the idea of universal oneness, change, and love. My guest is Simran Singh. People describe her as a speaker, a catalyst, and a visionary. She's a publisher of an award-winning magazine called 1111. 
and syndicated a radio show in that same cause, 1111 radio show. She has the same kind of idea I do. Way she's blending co-creative power with metaphysical and personal responsibility. I love that word. What is called conversations with the universe? How does how the world speak to us? I'm anxious to hear what she's saying. She's been impacting thousands with her positive message, and she's taking individuals on a journey into personal power authenticity, and presence. Simran Singh is currently on this Rebel Road Tour with a 66 one-man show, and I talked to her before we went on air. Apparently, it keeps growing. Welcome, Simran Singh. Welcome, Simran. Oh, thank you so much. What a pleasure to be with you, and I just so applaud the work that you're doing in the world and the light that you're sharing. So thank you for allowing me to play with you this afternoon. Thank you, so much for joining us on air. I am, quite frankly, a little bit awed by your commitment that you've done on this this trip that you've called the Rebel Road Tour. And we want to talk about that because it's a one-man show that you're doing all across America. What in the world made you decide to do that right now? You know, it's it's somewhat related to what you were talking about in the intro to the show, I reached a point in my life where I decided who I was had gotten me as far as I could go and that the only way true change and truth was going to come about was for me to step into my own great unknown. And that's not that scary place that we've always thought the unknown is. It's not this place where bad things are going to happen or where there's going to be chaos and destruction or we have no control. It's actually our greater self, our greater divine self that is the connection to the oneness of all that is. And when I look at the things that are going on in the world, there's a huge part of me, especially after embarking on this tour, that really understands and and truly acknowledges that if we would each step into our own creative rebel, and I can explain later what rebel means to me, if we each stepped into our own creative rebel and truly dove into our heart, living out the passion and the fire that we really have, that we have always thought we can't have in our lives, we would actually bring about the solutions that we need in a better way than all of this trying and pushing and pulling that has been going on in trying to fix things that don't work. And so it has been an amazing journey, and everything that has been required has shown up just as I thought it should, because we are a natural and organic system that should naturally unfold with everything that we need and improving it as an example this year. I agree with what you're saying, but here's the deal, Simran. People love drama. I'm telling you, people love drama. And the the words that you and I talk about, and it's about take away the drama, look at the organic essence, and everyone has a right to be happy, but people love chaos. How in the world do you think we are going to be able to break through and teach people drama doesn't mean productivity? You know, I don't know that I believe that people love drama. I do believe human beings are inherently negative and we create a lot of drama and chaos as a byproduct. What I do know about human beings, about all of us, is that we are all exactly the same in that we are all desiring to be loved and we all do not want to feel pain. 
with whatever's going on in the world for us, the only reason that this drama and chaos keeps happening is because we have controlled so much or we have been controlled by so much. And so much of this journey, when I got the vision to go on the rebel road, what my guidance was, was to not plan any of it, to not control any of it, to not even have a structure, but really see if life would allow this to unfold, if people would actually invite me without even knowing anything, if people would show up, if an RV would show up that I saw in my head, if, if somehow I actually could get on stage and sing, and not only sing, but that the songs would show up. And every step of the way, not only has everything shown up, but it has aligned and attracted those people that are in that vibration that are really ready to say, I no longer accept excuses in my life. I no longer am willing to believe the limitations, the beliefs, the ideas that have held me back. Me being a creative rebel does not mean that I'm a fighter. It means that there's no longer a fight on the outside and there's no longer a fight on the inside because instead of diving into the fight, I'm diving into the passion and the fire of my heart and I'm living out my soul calling and my dream. And when we do that, we open up something in ourselves and we open up something in our lives and we end up being the person that releases the stuckness because what people don't realize is when they don't dive into their heart, passion, and dream that they were sent here as their unique genius to be on the planet, they don't allow all those other individuals that are the strings and strands connected to their vision to step into their role. And then all of a sudden, everyone's stuck. So the... the, the the situation that happened with the government being shut down is merely a mirror, as I say in conversations with the universe, merely a mirror of where so many people are just completely shut down by their government, their minds, their concepts, their beliefs, rather than diving into where our true mind and brain is, and that is the heart and the gut. Well, I love the way you said that. And the one thing that keeps coming to my mind, Simran, is you have to trust. Are you crazy? I mean, people would say that's easy for you because you have the qualities to create bigness or something, you know, that's organic and true to yourself. So the idea of you hitting the road without a plan is somewhat idiotic to people that listen because we are the great planners. Americans live by goals. Americans live by their plan. And if their plan doesn't go the way it goes, Simran, they don't, they don't know how to readjust. They don't know how to recalibrate what spirit's telling them to do. Well, that is what is something that I have in common with the rest of the United States and North America and most of most civilized countries. I was always one of those people that had to be in control. I was a workaholic. <laughs> Everything yeah. around me had to be according to the way that I needed it to be. And right. so over my own journey and over my own breakdowns, which were my breakthroughs, that we all have those dark nights of the soul, those places that make us surrender, I started diving more deeply into myself. And I started to understand this conversation that the universe was having with each and every one of us. And my, I started to live my life this way, which is why I had to write the book, Conversations with the Universe. When we allow ourselves to understand that there is a conversation in the language happening for each and every one of us, and we start to follow those signs and symbols that are taking place, what happens is we develop a trust. 
The issue is not that we need to control. The issue is we don't trust life. We don't trust the universe. We don't trust that thing called God. And most of all, we don't trust ourselves. And so, of course, it's going to be chaotic. But if all of a sudden we realize everything in the world is me speaking to me, and I'm here simply for the sake of experience experiencing itself, then all of a sudden we take those signs, symbols, and synchronicities as the confirmation, as the language that we start to dialogue with, and there begins to develop a sense of trust. And when we have that trust, then we also have the courage to step out and do things that we've never done. I am a shy hermit that lived inside four walls and never left her home. That was my life up until last November. So this is something that is completely different for me. And I left an 18-year marriage walking away from everything. It was an arranged marriage. I stepped away from everything. I left the status. I left the doctor's wife. I left the money. I left the big house. And I said, I need to do this all on my own. So this is a journey of no excuses. It can't be the excuse if I don't have the money or I'm a single mom with two kids or I've spent my life in this career or I have a house or I have debt. Those are just excuses to keep you from living your dreams. What if you shot all the excuses out the window and just finally decided to truly live? That's where we all need to be, and then the world will change. I agree with you 100%. The reality is if everyone can find that zone and their lane of what they want for themselves and what they can give back to others, we don't look for other people as much to create our dreams, aspirations, and hopes for our lives. But, you know, exactly. I, think, I think that a lot of people have lost hope. I talk about hope all the time, Simran, in that hope is never a lost cause. It's just sitting there waiting for us to come back around. And people seem to think that if you have no hope, you'll get nothing else. There are some things that I want to cover in that how can we get people to grab back onto hope? Trust is a big one, but where can you and I encourage people to start today and get back to that inner speaking voice and language that we all have inside of us? Where would you tell people to start with today? That hope is not outside. That hope exists within us, and it exists in that place where we're willing to say, I desire and deserve to have more than I have allowed myself to have. And when we're willing to say, I now take personal responsibility for my life, I am now willing to see every single thing, every single person, every single place on the planet as a piece and part of the divine of which I am. And when I do that, I embrace every one of those pieces. I now create that hope inside of my truly living out what my own heart desires are in a way that I know that my unique voice and unique genius on the planet is one of those divine puzzle pieces that make up the oneness of God, universe, source that exists. And when I don't step into my unique place of responsibility and style and exquisiteness and genius, I am the piece that is missing to complete the oneness that the divine is wanting to experience is itself. Hope is not something that we can find on the outside. It's not something that's going to pop up out of thin air. The reason we've lost hope is because we've lost ourselves. We are that hope. Amen, sister. And I think it's a time right now where, <clears throat> excuse me, in my book, Beyond the Pews, I talk about the 
second awakening wave of spirituality. We're to the place where we're past the idea of this whole oneness thing. People are starting to grab on and understand, yes, I have a right to find my inner calling. Yes, I, it is within each one of us. So we're going into the second phase, which is why I like what you're doing, Cameron. I want to go back to that word rebel. You said you were going to define it for us, and I think that fits in well with this second awakening I've been talking about. Explain a little bit more, please. Absolutely. Thank you for that. I find mm-hmm. rebel to be a very spiritual term. I believe that we have enough teachers and gurus on the planet, and we probably don't need any more. And and honestly, even those teachers and gurus need to allow themselves to be more vulnerable and step out there and be seen in a way that is what the rebel is. The rebel lives their life knowing that they are living for their own passion, that they are living here to be an example, to truly strike out in a different way regardless of what other people think. Again, it's not about fighting. It's not about fighting or arguing the outside or the inside. It is truly saying, I am here to experience and express myself in my full creativity that is my style. And in doing that, I'm going to line things up where I connect with that synarchy, that fractal family that is here to help me engage in a greater purpose that is to serve humanity, to serve oneness, to serve what is beyond oneness, which is experience, experiencing itself as the divine in each and every one of us. And so when we decide to be the creative rebel in our own lives, what we're finally saying is I no longer accept that the structures outside of me, the governments, the systems, the belief systems, the paradigms that have ruled the world are going to define the way that I desire to be in my own happiness, bliss, and expression. And when we do that, all of a sudden we take back the empowerment and we then take charge of our own lives and we are that example to other people to do the same. What I think people need now is just that example so that they have the permission to be free. You know, we supposedly live in the, the land of the brave and the home of the free, but I don't know of very many people that are being very brave right now, and I think most of the people out there are definitely not free because they're not living the truth that they are meant to live. So it's time to own up to these words that we have plastered everywhere and really be that creative rebel living that life, being courageous, and finding what what freedom means in our own lives and being that example of it. Fabulous. The one thing I want to add to that is I love that word, first of all, rebel. It is to you. But it also signifies to me a challenge to, to challenge the status quo. The status quo is not working, whatever that is. And we've gotten to a place right now, I believe, it's an essential time that the status quo is not working, but the parameters are not in place for where we're going forward. So we're kind of working on this high wire act, Cameron, where we're not sure what it's going to look like in the future, and people like structure. So what we're saying is the structure is already there. You just haven't tapped into your own personal structure. Well, and and that structure is the unknown. It is meant to be the unknown. Why are structures crumbling? Because structure doesn't work. You cannot put spirit in a box. And what have we tried to do? We've tried to put spirit in a body, 
and tell it how to act, behave, and be. You can't do that. Spirit is here to express and create. We are in the image and likeness of our creator. And what is that creator but creation itself? What that means is we have the ability to create and be anything. As the daughter of creation, I have the ability to create and be anything. So why am I not doing that? And that's where people should allow themselves to go. Because as we allow ourselves to step into that place of no plan, no structure, letting ourselves go and letting things fall apart, all of a sudden we start to discover what it is that we really want rather than what we've had the outside world tell us that we want. And when we move into that place, all of a sudden, rather than us having to focus on how we have to fix things or save people or help things, that whole perspective changes. I don't believe that there's anything that needs to be helped, saved, or fixed. We are each the divine. What if we each dove into our true creative calling, what really serves our hearts? Then I think out of that, the inspirations are actually going to bubble up the very solutions that we need, and they're going to be better solutions than we can think up with our minds because they're going to come from a place that is so deep and so connected and of such truth that we're going to find that whatever systems or structures that are of the future, that are more fluid and organic, they're going to happen. They're going to happen naturally. What we have tried to do is control what naturally happens, and you cannot control nature. We are that nature that is now deciding it must be wild and free. It must be what it used to be. And that is the fight that is happening on the outside. That is the crumbling. That is what we are seeing happening in monetary systems and governments and in healthcare systems. The structures are not working because they are not serving the greater good. And so they have to fall to something new that can rise up. I agree with that. And things I was thinking about when you were talking, you and I come from a totally different background. I'm a Christian that had moved to the universal thought of oneness and love. You, I believe your background is Sikh, Sikh and you, ha- too, have come to the same place that we are at together. And I think that kind of, for me personally, I can't talk for you, you know, because being a minister's daughter, I had that foundation. I had those parameters for which to grow from. But what I think people aren't getting, Simran, is it's not supposed to be an all-encompassing thing. I think you're supposed to get to a point where the parameters are good, but it stunts your growth if you stay in that. And the whole point is to rise above to the next level which is free thinking, listening to source, finding your own answers. Whether you talked about the guru situation, it's all the same. And we're at a place now where people in droves are starting to do that, but the fear is starting to rise. Is it real? Is it going to work? Is it, is it really for me? Can I do it without these religious parameters around me? And I think that that's why so much of religion is now turning more towards a spiritual focus because yep. it really has to do with coming into that inner voice and that inner side of ourselves that is the true connection to the divine. When we allow ourselves to access that, then all of a sudden we can put a different perspective on the fear that has surrounded us. It's 
it's the moment now where we can really say, what is it that I want? What is it that I desire to experience? And can I truly let go? We are change. Change is meant to happen all of the time. We're not meant to stay in the same careers for 50 years. We may not even be meant to stay in the same relationships for certain amounts of time. We are change. And when we try to hang on to things that are showing us the signs and symbols that it's time to move or change or grow in a different way, when we hang on, we create the stress. We create the chaos. We create the drama. But if we can allow ourselves to just be changed, like the seasons change, then all of a sudden we stay in that natural fluid motion that is nature. And that's the place that we all have to get to. Even with our diving into our heart with a passion or inspiration that we want to create, such as the Rebel Road, I could say, okay, I'm going to do this and I'm going to stick with it forever. But if I did that, it's going to get stagnant at a certain point. There has to be new inspirations that will come in. And so I tell people, when you get that idea and you're passionate about it, dive into it. And the moment that fire dies, even if you have built a multimillion-dollar company, let go. Because if their fire is not there for it, then it is going to do nothing but hurt you in the process and create a lot of chaos and pain in your life. And when you can let go, other doors open that allow you to do something else. I was very fortunate to have been raised by parents in the Sikh faith that actually early on said, we want you to read all the sacred texts. We want you to find the pearls of truth in each one because that's what you should follow. The rest of it is either story or made up. Just follow the pearls of truth. And I grew up knowing that Sikh faith was this all-encompassing, loving faith that embraced all religions. That's what I was told. That was what I was taught. So I started off with the foundation of this, but I still had the experiences that illustrated love and fear. I still had the experiences that took me down a very dark path for most of my life that I only emerged out of at the age of 38. And that's a lot of what my one-woman shows about because we need that darkness to allow ourselves to have that amazing story and movie that is our life and to emerge into the light. It's all light. It's just distortions of light. And we are to move through the various distortions until we see the full brilliance of our own divinity in the light that is meant to shine on the planet. That's why I like the seat faith. It's like, you know, I found it almost 15 years ago, and Christianity doesn't quite encourage that same kind of awareness but it really started opening me up to what I knew inside of me that you're talking about forever, but I didn't have, I didn't feel safe in a place with the people and the understanding to explore that. And so I think that's what your show is about. That's what your book about. That's why you're going across the country. Take the chance. Open it up. I know that it, it's a requ- an acquired taste to change, but it's worth it. Use both of our examples to understand it's worth it. When you get through the other side, there's so many payoffs and rewards that are unmeasurable. So we only have a few minutes. Can You're going to be at the yoga room in Milwaukee tomorrow at 7 o'clock. Where are you going to be this evening? I'm going to be in Munster, Indiana at the uh, Center for the Arts and Spirituality. And um, the, the main... My main work right now has to do around conversations with the universe. We are all seeing something. I happen to see numbers right away, constantly, 25 to 30 times a day, 11, 11, 11, and 111. 
And then I started to realize that that wasn't the only way the universe was speaking. We all do see something. And if we allow ourselves to understand that those messages are really guidance and the universe trying to communicate and support us, that even our obstacles and challenges are gifts. And in the book, I help people understand how to start communicating for themselves because you're getting messages. It's just time to tap into them. And then the rest will follow. The trust, the creative rebel, the courage, the expression, it will all follow. We are not on a journey. We are the journey. And then we're going to be, I'm going to do a panel discussion with you at the Sikh Temple in Oak Creek, Wisconsin on Saturday, October 19th. And I believe the discussion is moving out of darkness into light, correct? Yes, yes. I'm really excited about that discussion because it's going to be bringing the perspectives of many different people together and have a deep conversation. And so people that are in the area, um, if if they can attend, um, I'm, I'm assuming seating will be there. If not, though, I have a YouTube channel where I'm posting all of these videos that are happening around the country to illustrate people other examples that are truly living uh, their truths and truly expressing ideas and conversations that we all need to dive into and look a little deeper at so that we can come to that place of resonance and oneness with one another. Well, I think we'll end the show on that. Can you give us your website, Simran, so we can find all this information again and look forward to the rest of the tour that you're on? Can you go ahead and give that to us? Absolutely. My main website is www.simran, S-I-M as in Mary, R-A-N as in Nancy, hyphen sing, S-I-N-G-H dot com. That's simran hyphen sing dot com. To get all the tour dates through uh, next July for the Rebel Road, you can go to the com and find that information there as well. And uh, there's a lot of free information on my site. So 1111 Magazine is gifted to humanity for free. People can register for their online subscription and access some amazing content from people all over the world. Well, it all sounds great. We're going to keep track of you and your RV across America, (laughs) changing one conversation at a time, and bless you for what you're doing. So remember between now and next – oh, you're welcome. Between next week, change doesn't have to be difficult, but it is necessary to grow. I'll see all of you next week, same time, same place. Blog Talk Radio, high noon. Thanks for joining Jillian today. Don't miss her famous at-home personal enrichment lessons. You can complete them on your own time to accelerate your personal change. They're simple and nothing like you've experienced before. Just like Jillian, warm and fuzzy with an attitude. So change already. <laughs>